offering information for your mind, enabling transformation for your heart. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U. Christ and the Law of Moses. What is this law? Both Christ and Paul refer to it. But how significant is it to us today? To help me discover this are three guests. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Tyler. I'm studying at Washington Adventist University. I'm a mm -hmm. senior uh, this year and I'm studying religion. My name is Danielle and I am also a student at Washington Adventist University and I am a junior theology major. I'm Diego, I'm a pastor in the area, but I also graduated from Washington Adventist <laughs> University. Excellent, excellent. And that's why we are at Sabbath School University. Yes. yes. University. And tell me, are you excited about uh, our study today? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Excellent, yes. excellent, yes. excellent. Great. And there is a great study that is ahead of us, Christ and the Law <laughs> of Moses. Yeah. Mm. And I'm looking forward to our study. And let us read the memory text or the main text of, of today's study. And then, Diego, could you pray for us in Portuguese? Sure, sure. Uh, so let's just first read. Uh, in John 5, 46 says this, If you believe Moses, you believe me, for he wrote about me. Mm -hmm. Right? So let us pray. Amantíssimo Pai que estás nos céus, muito obrigado por nos trazermos aqui para estudar a tua palavra. Pedimos a unção do Santo Espírito. Em nome de Jesus. Amém. 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 Okay. Christ and the law of Moses. You know, many, whenever we talk about Christianity today and Christ, Jesus Christ, I always envision Jesus Christ who has blue eyes and who has <laughs> long hair and he all looks like my, one of my neighbors in the next door. <laughs> this is what, what Christians mainly think yes. about Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes when you see even the portraits of Jesus, they reflect the, uh, probably like the 20th century or sometimes they reflect the 18th century. Mm -hmm. But do we need to remember that Jesus was actually a Jew who was born into a Jewish family and who, was, who lived yes, in a absolutely. Jewish country? Yeah. Yes, we Why? should. Because it's relevant. It's relevant to the time in which the Bible was written. It's relevant to the things that were going on in his life. And it's relevant to his identity as a human being. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that Jesus, when became flesh, he would have to choose a place to go yes. on earth. Mm -hmm. But that's also not only geographically, it's social, it's historical. So Jesus, when he came on earth, he was within that framework mm -hmm. of time, space, cultural, social, and he was a Jew living mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago, which is greatly different from nowadays, and I think it's a good framework for us to start today. This is yeah. so important because whenever we approach even the New Testament and study the Gospels, mm -hmm. we need to remember that Jesus was a Jew first and then that he lived also in the Jewish context. That means that he also lived under, under these uh, uh, laws and traditions of the Jewish nation. Yes, yes. definitely. Yes. Okay, this is a very good point. So we, whenever we approach the Gospels, we always need to remember that. Let me ask you another question. What is the reason of the laws in any given country in the world? Order. Protection. Yes. Protection. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, protection. I mean, there, there are a lot of reasons for laws. I mean, if a country it's, does not have laws, mm -hmm. it's total anarchy. Anarchy. And some people like anarchy, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But order is necessary. I mean, even in the, the uh, laws of nature, like mm -hmm. gravity. What if we didn't have a gravity? Mm. Or, or, what or, would happen? The apple yeah. would probably fly b back like, to the tree. Right. We'd be in big trouble. It would yeah. never fall. <laughs> so yeah, it's to create this harmony, this order and harmony in which life was built. 
or even just thinking about our constitution for happiness like laws are created mm -hmm. to help us live happy lives uh, yes. this is good yeah, because yes. the, the american constitution says the pursuit of happiness yes yes yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. this is a good so happiness but some people today say wait a second but the laws of my country they do not necessarily even want me to be happy look at these mm -hmm. taxes look at these etc like many other things what would you answer to that question well, I, I think it's very, definitely there's a huge difference between an ideal law mm -hmm. and what the intention God will have for us. Mm. Some laws in the government is, is not to be fair and just or to bring happiness. It's just to try to, con to control people or, or keep mm. the order. Mm -hmm. that's, that's human laws. That's, mm -hmm. that's the way it is. And some countries, unfortunately, it's totally unfair. People mm -hmm. are exploited. People don't have uh, job resources because uh, you don't have a different age, whatever. So it has this situation around the world. It's very yeah. confusing for some countries to have fair and just laws all across the board. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we see, we actually see that sometimes the laws can be given in any given country as uh, like evil laws. They can yes. be also mm -hmm. evil because they come from a dictator or somebody else and that dictator, he just, because all, the, all this world is, what is the definition of this world if you want to explain it briefly? Selfish, yeah. evil. Selfish, yeah. evil, mm -hmm. greed. Yeah, yeah do, do you hear greed, what, what, what else? It's self-seeking self -seeking. in and of itself. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's all about the individual. It's all about me. It's all mm -hmm. about my pursuits, my ambition, my attainments, instead of being about others. God's mm -hmm. world, God's um, law even, shows us that we should be other-centered mm -hmm. because God is love. This is great. Because Our And friend. who is the king of the world as, and also the universe? It's God. It? Absolutely it's God. Yes. It's God. So even though we have another king of this, of this world at the moment because he's the evil one, yes. mm. but, but at the same, it's not, it's not even the king, but it's a knight, dark knight, if you call him, <laughs> you call him whatever, however yeah. you can call him. But at the same time, God oversees the entire universe mm. and he mm. wants us to be happy. Yes. Yes. Amen. As you said, yeah. the pursuit of happiness, he wants us to be happy. He, yes. In fact, Jesus Christ, he came to give us what life? What kind of life? Abundant life. life. Abundant. More abundantly. Yeah. Abundant. Yeah. And this is what we will discover now. Okay. So um, at some point, at some point, uh, Jewish state was a th uh, theocratic th uh, theocracy. There was such mm -hmm. thing. What is theocracy? Can you help me? God ruled. Yes. God ruled. Yes. Ideally, at least they, they wanted to in, yeah. in some <laughs> sense. Yeah. So, so there is monarchy. What is monarchy? What is the definition of monarchy? You have a monarchy. King. 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 So yeah. there is also theocracy. What is the meaning of theocracy? God, God. God, Theos, God yeah. rules. Right. So God rules. So, what, so when we talk about the Jewish state, the Jewish state was a state of theocracy. Yes. What does it mean? Well, theocracy would mean that they're trying to go to God for the voice of authority as opposed mm -hmm. to just the king. Mm -hmm. So God would be their king. So this is how the, uh, the state was born. Mm -hmm. So the state, uh, like when Moses led all these people from Egypt, it, yes. was the it was theocracy. So mm -hmm. God is our leader. Yes. yes. God is our ultimate leader. And then he has uh, a prime minister. His name was Moses, Moses. for instance. Yeah. Right. So God was the one who ruled the world, who ruled that nation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, let's see what happens here. Uh, there is like the definition, there is a distinction today in, this, in, in Christianity. They say there is the law of God, and there is also the law of Moses. Mm. Right. Would you, would you say that it's, it's a fair comparison, or maybe there is no, no such thing? Well, as ultimately, law the law came through God to Moses. Mm -hmm. so, yes. so God is the author of the law, and he's giving it to Moses to give to the people. Okay, mm -hmm. the, okay so, the, so we need to understand that. So God gives law to, the, to, the Mo, to Moses, mm -hmm. and then Moses gives law to, law to the, the people. Passes the law to the people. He delivers. 
He so, delivers it. Yeah, so in other words, Moses did not conjure up this law mm -hmm. on some mountain somewhere. It was given intelligently by God. But in the, in the context of this theocratic state, so if, for instance, the president is, uh, is the, uh, the president of the country, mm -hmm. the president of the country, uh, he doesn't have this power to produce the law, but, but the, uh, the parliament, senate, or whatever it can be, they produce the law, and then he's, he just puts his stamp. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the, yes. the law goes into action. Mm -hmm. So in the same way God is given this law to Moses, and he approves it. With his stamp of approval. With the stamp of yes, approval. Yes, yes. Okay, this is very interesting. But there is also a number of things, because people sometimes talk about the Decalogue. What is the Decalogue? The Ten, Ten Commandments. Commandments. Okay, the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And then there is also many other laws. Like the ceremonial laws. Ceremonial laws, or sometimes not even ceremonial, but the laws of the country. Civil oh, laws. right, right. Civil, civil laws. laws. Yes, the country. There yeah. are several different laws. Can we find them in the Bible at all? Do we find civil laws or uh, ceremonial laws in the Bible? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Go the Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, it's mm -hmm. all about those, those laws. It, again, it was trying to create order, mm -hmm. uh, prevent problem, and, and, and draw people towards happiness. Mm -hmm. What a happy life would actually mean in those days. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then God gives, uh, and God, is there any law that God gave himself and wrote himself with his own finger? Oh, That's yeah. the Decalogue. That's the Decalogue. Yes. So we need to make this distinction. Mm -hmm. right. There is one law that is ceremonial law. There is also sometimes uh, the law that was uh, the civil law. That, was, that law was also given by God. By God, by God through, yeah. through Moses. Mm -hmm. But there is another law that was wrote, written by God. What, what, what is that law? And Jesus, Jesus lived in what country? In what country of the world? The Middle East. The Middle, the Middle East, East, yeah. So he was a Jew as well. So let's see how Jesus reacted to the law of Moses, to mm -hmm. ceremonial and civil laws as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's look. At, let's take, uh, turn to Luke chapter two, verse twenty-two. Luke chapter two, verse twenty-two, and this is the beginning of uh, the gospel according to Luke. And Tyler, could you read for us Luke chapter two, verse twenty-two? Sure. Or, uh, Daniel, could you read for us? Luke 2, 20 Yes. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Okay. So what, what, what is happening here? Tell us, tell us this quickly. What is happening in this Well, story? first of all, we see um, Jesus' parents mm -hmm. uh, going along with the law of Moses, as it says. Yes. They're going to present Jesus uh, before the Lord. Okay, yes. so what, what does it mean, present uh, before the Lord? And on the, what, day, what day was it? On the days of the purification. So there's mm -hmm. a purification and then they bring... They present the child to the Lord at the, in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. at, the yes. at the temple. At the temple. Is yeah. that like a dedication? A dedication almost. Right, yeah. yes. yes. It, 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 was, it was just part of the Jewish law. Baby right. would be born, the, 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 the woman and the baby would have a time of purification. After the time it was over, they had to come and present the child at, mm -hmm. at the temple. So that sounds more like a physical law <clears throat> or some type of health law. Or well, does it, what, what kind of law? Maybe ceremonial law? Yeah, ceremonial. 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 Yeah. It has to do with purification. Yes. Of, yeah, so, so, yeah, so it's, it's something that you need to purify yourself. And right. then, then also, let's read verse 24. Uh, we can read verse 23 and 24. And Diego, could you read first verses 23 sure. and 24? Mm -hmm. 23 and 24, uh, Luke chapter 2. As it is written in the law of Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Mm. And to offer sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves 
of two young pigeons. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating. Mm -hmm. so why is it fascinating? Because it's, it's incredible. In first, it's, at first it says, now when the days of the purification had come to the law, according to the law of Moses. Mm -hmm. Right. And then in verse 24, look what it says. What it says. Uh, what, what, Tyler, what does it say? To the, law, to the law of the Lord. What it said in the law of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So it's like the law of Moses and the law of the Lord. They're just like, wow, look at this, how significant and how important those are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's the law of Moses that was given by God mm -hmm. so that you can enjoy this happiness. And Jesus', Jesus parents did it. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Did Jesus celebrate these uh, festivals in festivals in the country that he lived in. Oh yeah, I mean all the time. And again, th I, those festivals, as if you go to the book of Leviticus and mm -hmm. we see they were given so people could constantly be reminded mm -hmm. they were set free from Egypt. Now they had their freedom and they had to celebrate. And Jesus was all the time, we see Jesus celebrating Passover, mm -hmm. Tabernacle, uh, so many others that they have. Jesus was constantly celebrating those festivities. Yeah. But this is also very uh, interesting because uh, let, let's to turn to, uh, for instance, John chapter 5, verse 1, and then John chapter 10, verse 22 as well. John chapter 5, verse 1, what does it say in your Bible? Tyler, John chapter 5, verse 1 mm -hmm. says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So what, uh, <laughs> there is a feast of the Jews, and what did Jesus do? He went up. He went up to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. So was he living according to the laws of his country? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, do, can you give me any other examples when, Jesus, when you can say that Jesus followed the laws? Like any, any other example? Like he, he paid taxes. He paid taxes. What else did he do? He kept the Sabbath. He kept the Sabbath. Yeah. He would go to the synagogue on the Sabbath day to read the Torah and, and, and study the word there mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't think we have any account of Jesus getting arrested. You know, for, for breaking any type of civil law, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we do I, have well, a we do. Oh, do. I'm sorry, yeah, we, we do, do, don't we? Yeah, he was, was arrested. He, was, was that something that he, did he violate the law or was he arrested without a cause? Without a cause, because well, it says even. Yes, yeah. so he was guilt-free. He was, he was actually a law-abiding citizen that was taken into captivity. He followed all laws perfectly, yeah. civil laws temple laws, ceremonial laws, he's followed them all. Yeah, so Danielle, what you're really saying is he was arrested for keeping the law. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> actually keeping the real yeah. all of law. law of God. Yes. No, but this is incredible. What, is there any lesson for us today when we look at the life of Jesus? We should keep the law. Yeah. We should keep Not the law. Not just God's law, but the law of the land. Yes. Mm. Someone told me that <laughs> just speeding sometimes, by speeding you are breaking the law and thus you're sinning against God and against your country. Wow. wow. Can, can I say something about that? Yeah. This is amazing because, you know, we pray for protection, but then we go and speed. Yeah. Right? Oh, Lord, please give me a safe travel, traveling mercies, and, and then we go 20 miles over the speed limit. Is that, is that really praying according to what God wants us to pray mm -hmm. according to? We're violating the laws of the land. But this is a very important point. If, you, if I think, I, I do speed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Only you? <laughs> but, but this is just, if you think about it, it is, it is apparently it is, uh, I am I'm going against the law of my country. Yeah. And that means I also go against the law of God. Mm -hmm. Now, there is also an important point, because sometimes the laws of my country, they can contradict the laws of God. Mm. Mm. Yes. And let's just see what was Jesus' reaction when the law of God were contradicting this, yeah. like, like the, sorry, the traditions. Right. Traditions of the people were contradicting the law of God. Yeah. Mm. Can you give me any example on the basis of the scripture or anywhere else? Well, uh, I think that there, actually the entire ministry of Jesus, we could use a, um, 
many, many different examples. There was a, a ceremonial law, you could not touch a leper. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Jesus, uh, the, the, the summary of the law was to love God above all and everything else and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So Jesus... In, so it, in, was, it was a commandment of the Old Testament as well. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. And Jesus intentionally breaks and touches it to show what he's over that. He can actually um, not break the law, but he, he's over that. He's not going to get sick and he will be able to heal people. Mm. Other times, John chapter 5, you could not heal on the Sabbath day. Right? You, you could not heal. You. John chapter 5, what is the story? Uh, man, the, the man in Bethesda. So mm -hmm. uh, the pool of Bethesda, Jesus walks to the pool of Bethesda. He sees this man who was paralyzed. For 38 years there. For 38 years. And on the Sabbath, and he says, what did he say? Take up your bed and walk. And what was against the law? The, the picking up the bed, it was, okay. it was against the against law. Against the law. Carrying stuff and even healing on the Sabbath day. You cannot perform healing because you're working. You, you should not supposedly work. Mm -hmm. But Jesus says, my father works until now. Mm. So, so he was showing that this type of work is a different type of work. It's about love yes. and healing. So on that part, he intentionally showed them a much greater meaning of the law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So w what we see, this is very uh, interesting. What we see that sometimes when we see even the laws, even of the country, mm. traditions, etc., etc., when they contradict the, the law of God, then we need to take a stand. We have to, yes. definitely. Really? Well, yeah. Acts chapter 5, verse 29. Can I just Okay, read this? yeah, let's okay. go to Acts chapter 5. Well, to get the context of this while we're looking, okay. um, they were preaching Jesus. Okay, so it's the disciples. Acts chapter 5, verse 29. Verse 29. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, in verse 28, it says, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in his name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. And verse 29 says, But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather mm -hmm. than men. Oh, wow. They were telling uh, the disciples not to teach in the name of Jesus, that you're breaking the law if you're teaching in the name of Jesus. And they said, sorry, we ought to obey God rather than mm -hmm. men. This is a very, very good, good very good point. This is a very good point. So what we see, we see that Jesus, uh, he obeyed the law of the country in a very, very peculiar way. He was never arrested on the basis of breaking the law right. of the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was, uh, he was talked about when he would break the laws traditions, etc., yeah. when, they yeah. they, when they would contradict the law of God. The, the greatest principle of the law of God, which was love. Yes. And mm -hmm. carry for one another. For that, Jesus always took a very adamant stand. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Love God, love your neighbor. On these two hang all of the law and the prophets. Exactly. And the, again, Jesus is repeating the, law, the, the commandments of the Old Testament. Yes. He's just reminding them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, very good. This is just fascinating. So uh, let's let's move on. Okay. So when we reach a very like, uh, let me just ask you a question. Do, what do you think was the most sacred place ah. in the entire land of Israel when Jesus walked? You're <laughs> in the first the temple. temple. The temple. Yeah. Why was it? Why was it the most sacred place? It yeah, was Daniel. considered the place where God lived, the house of God. Mm -hmm. yes. The house of God, exactly. Yeah. This is where heaven and earth would meet. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> from their understanding. What was what was uh, Jesus's uh, reaction or Jesus's uh, attitude towards the temple? What do we see? Well, uh, the, on that part, there there are a lot of different spectrums. You see one part, Jesus cleansing the temple mm -hmm. and saying, don't turn my father's house into a marketplace, mm -hmm. right? You see that kind of, mm -hmm. uh, the zeal for your house consumes me. He's mm -hmm. quoting from the Old Testament. But on the other side, you see also Jesus saying, you know what, this temple that you're seeing is going to be destroyed. And sometimes people say, well, is it Jesus encouraging the, the worship at the temple or is Jesus discouraging mm -hmm. this? I think Jesus was showing that he would be 
the yes. new temple. Yes. It was bringing everything. This building is going to come down, and I am the new temple. I agree. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, Jesus reemphasizes the importance of the the importance of the temple at first. Mm -hmm. Yes. Definitely. Because when he cleansed it, he said, "I want it to be a sacred place where people can, when people can meet God." A house yes. of prayer. The house of prayer for all, all nations. 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 Yes. So look what he does. He says, "I want you to enjoy this place." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he says, "But from now on, you can enjoy it everywhere, mm. because from now on, I will become the temple." Yes, and he was fulfilling it again, just like the, the lamb. When John saw Jesus, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which mm -hmm. takes away the sin of the world. Jesus said, You know, this temple is going to pass away. These stones are going to overturn. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I'll be there because yeah. I am the temple. This is so great. It is, <laughs> and, and it is powerful what, what Tyler was saying. Because remember, the, the typology of the Old Testament, every day the sins were thrown into the, yeah, temple, the temple, into the temple. Once a year, the, the, another yeah. ceremonial law, the sins were thrown out of the temple. But this Lamb of God yeah. is taking the sins away of the entire world. So when we, when we uh, look at our lesson, which is Christ and the law of Moses, yes. And when we read that, when we say that all, all, we just read a memory text, uh, Diego read it. Uh, what, what, did, what did it say? Like, just summarize it. If, if you believed Moses, you believe me because you wrote about me. Yeah. So, in fact, whatever <laughs> Moses wrote, he wrote about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For instance, if, we, if he wrote about the laws, certain laws of the old, they talk about love and compassion. Even the laws about seventh year, your land has to rest. Hmm. Where is love there? But there is love. Because if you had a, a slave or somebody else or your ox or uh, any, any, any other animal, cattle. They, will, cattle, yes. they will rest. Yes. Your land will rest. Or another law, 49th year, you, everybody needs to go free. Jubilee. Jubilee, the year of Jubilee. Your debt is forgiven. Hallelujah. Yes. I wish we had this law today. Yes. <laughs> I wish it was our <laughs> mortgages would be forgiven. Right? Exactly. My mortgage would be forgiven. <laughs> I can move in. Yeah. My debts would be paid. Exactly. Literally. Mm. Literally. Yeah. This is the thing. Also, in, in Luke chapter 24, this is the, the road to Emmaus after the crucifixion, mm -hmm. after the uh, okay. resurrection of Jesus. Luke chapter 24. Luke 24. Um, and I'll kind of summarize the first part just because it's a lot of uh, reading. Yes. But basically, these uh, two disciples are, are walking to the, to the road to Emmaus, mm -hmm. which Emmaus means in the original language, hot water. Mm -hmm. So they're walking over there, and th this man comes behind them, and that man is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he starts speaking to them. In verse 27, it says, beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Mm. This is so great because mm -hmm. when, I, when, I, when you read it, it's just, it means that the, even the law can tell me something about Jesus, Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah. That's right. to him too. Yes. This is great. Okay, let's just, let's just end. Like, we, we're nearing the end, unfortunately. Yeah. And I hope you will join us next week when we will continue our discussion as well here. But uh, this, is, this is great because uh, look at what Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 says. So we see that Jesus, sometimes mm. he contradicts the traditions and the laws when they contradict the laws of God. Of God. Mm. Yes. But th there is something incredible that we need to uh, note as well. In Matthew chapter 5, mm. verse 17. And Daniel, could you read for us Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 and 20? Okay. Yes. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. 
For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I specifically decided to read the first and the last thing because, oh, wow, it's <laughs> too much. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, what, what, what does this verse, verse 17, tell you, Daniel? Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He, it's not, he, he doesn't replace the law, but mm -hmm. he brings it to its completeness. Mm. And he does not end the law there, does, right? No. He does not destroy it, it. He magnifies the law. Enhances yeah. it. This is so great because it's the, the, do you know the word fulfill sometimes for fill? Fill mm. in, in Hebrew language, it would mean uh, shalom. The same word that could mean peace. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I came to make Peace. peace. I came to yeah. make shalom. Yeah. I came Complete. to fulfill. Completion. Complete. Yeah. Yeah. Like, before it was just fragments. Mm. Now you will see the meaning of it. Yes, all. and I think also what Jesus is doing, he's coming to bring life to the letter. He's oh. coming to revive it. That's why the gospel according to John, we see, and the word, word became, became flesh. flesh. And dwelt among Powerful. us. Yeah. This is great. And now, finally, what does it mean that our righteousness can, uh, can exceed the righteousness of Pharisees and everybody else? <laughs> You, you behave yourself like Jesus. You mm. stop living just according to the letter and you start branching out to the love of the law. And, and I, the love this others. is just our homework. And let's just read uh, just quickly and uh, homework. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. It's just so exciting because we need to finish it with this verse. verse. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. Can whoever finds it first can read it. <laughs> Okay, Daniela, you're beating everybody with the <laughs> <laughs> so quick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah 31, verse 33. For this is the covenant that I will make with those of the house of Israel after those days, declared the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. This Amen. is so hmm. great. Yes. This is how righteousness of God will exceed the righteousness of Pharisees. Yes. It's not just law outside but the law in within my heart. My heart. Yes. Because when Jesus comes into your heart, the yes. law springs out from your heart. Yes. Because you yes. want to love everybody because you want everybody to enjoy this happiness. happiness. Yeah. And yes. not, not written in stone, not written on sand, yes. written in our hearts. And you know what the most beautiful thing about this is? He's taken the responsibility to write it on yes. our hearts himself. And mm. he does it with his own yes. finger, finger. just as he did it about 3,000 years yes. ago. Yes. He will write it in our own hearts. This is so amazing. I'm looking forward to our next discussion. Uh, if you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's, uh, again, www.sabbathschoolu.org. The letter U, of course, obviously. And remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation as well. It's for the head and also for the heart, for Sabbath School U. And I'm Oleg Kostyuk. <laughs>